to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. It's my birthday. This is my birthday show. Oh, it has to be yeah. all about me. Well, you know, it's a birthday. Is it? Are you down on your birthday? Sometimes people get uh, a little blue. Sometimes people mm-hmm. get a little, uh, you know, they get reflective and they start to think, uh, "What have I done with my life?" You know, I'm a, I'm a. They start to think, you know, I, I've made all these movies. I've, I've introduced so many people to an alpha brain mindset that that and I've introduced them to vitamins that will help them grow stronger and better what else is there and you you know sometimes it's a lot of people do this and then they they have to just go you know maybe they go maybe they go down to the YMCA and they pay pay the guy 20 bucks and say mm-hmm. I'm going to need this sauna all by myself today and uh which and then they just lock themselves mm-hmm. in there and have a good cry and this is something that that people I do apart from the crying i don't remember doing any of those things today well a lot of people do that i mean it's you know it's it, it's fairly common it's that, fairly that experience common. you described exactly yeah. is something a lot of people yeah. do brian i need you to record as well because i just lost everybody again oh my god I tested this out Jesus last week. Jesus. It worked perfect. I'm recording now, I think. All right. Yeah, it doesn't announce when the second person records. Wow. So I've maybe I've cataloged ghost copies of all of this just to demonstrate all the stuff that Mark has removed that I've said that's been poignant, <laughs> yeah. relevant, re- and timely. Are you going to release the camp cut? <laughs> Stand by. Release no. the camp cut. Release it. If there's, you know, if there's enough of a call for it, I might. Do you appreciate it when the British put an extra U, or I guess the Ooh. only U in cataloged, which is like, yeah, I, uh, I kind of like log. it. I like it. I, I like the extra vowels. I like, yeah. I like the extra U's. Color, color, like color, behavior, um, behavior, favorite. Um, yeah. I I like it, Na- neighbor. And I know, like I'm a people know me as a as a person of simple <laughs> mean, with simple oh, yeah. tastes. But sometimes sure. I like right. a little, like a monk. Yes, yeah. I, I I I eschew the audacious, but I like a little extra flair that the Brits are doing on their words. I think we lost something when we got rid of those, and I don't know why we did. Now, listen, I'm not saying that we need to go worship the queen and king of England and kiss their royal heinies. Mm. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just Language. saying I like those extra U's. Give me them U's. There hasn't been a king of England in like 75 years. Well, I didn't like the, I didn't like the last one. <laughs> right. Don't forget, Mike's been with us for a very long time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Not oh. not everyone has has the indeterminate. He doesn't like to get into it, but yeah. Let's just say that the last one was trying to get his grubby hands on a certain amulet, mm-hmm. and let's just say that <laughs> let's just say that maybe a giant suit of armor that was set up just to be decoration fell on him, and let's just say that maybe that sword accidentally fell the wrong way into his stupid, stupid inbred face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like big teeth face. Like he has yeah. genetically engineered oversized teeth. I that feel like. That doesn't sound like thing George the Sixth to me. He, right when he got stabbed, he goes, oh, 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 oh. and then he just died. Mm-hmm. They went, mm-hmm. ah. <laughs> And he, I would like to correct myself. He's been <laughs> dead for 70 years, not 75. And oh. how did he die? I don't know. Yeah, I know. They don't want to talk about how how a armor set of armor fell on him <laughs> mysteriously. Right. He was walking Just... around in his big one-piece nightgown with his sleep hat on, his mm-hmm. elf-style sleep hat and slippers. 
It had a little, it was like a little saucer with a little, little kind of trigger on it that held up one candle. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he was walking down the hall at night and, uh, ooh, did that just happen? He was going to go get his, his midnight bread pudding. And so, Mike, I have to ask, are you pattering your story after Scooby-Doo or do you think Scooby-Doo ripped off their intro from you? Oh, this wow. is, How, has Scooby-Doo been around for 75 years? I, this is, I just, this is in the opening of Scooby-Doo. When did, when did this happen? How does, what was the original opening of Scooby-Doo? The, 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 the regular one or the triple X parody? Right. <laughs> well, I think the parody always comes And second. weirdly started with the parody. Well, <laughs> agree to agree to disagree, and you know maybe this will maybe this will get a full uh, you know uh, knowing your podcast better. But there oh, was wow. a there was a special. I'm not saying it will. There's a there's a one season of a show called The Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo, right? That had Vincent Price on it, and yeah. that was my favorite. That was my favorite yep. season. There was no. It was just them, and I think Daphne. And no, no Fred. What? Yeah, there's no Fred. And I don't think Velma was there either. Weird. Was Scrappy featured in that one? Scrappy. Yeah, Scrappy, oh. Scrappy, Scrooby, Daggy, and, and Daphne. And it was about these 13 ghosts that escaped. And Vincent Price told them that they needed to go get one. But I think there was more than 13 episodes. And they were just assuming that we children were not able to count. Well, they escape a lot, I'm sure. Well, we went to public school in the 80s, I mean. But they were powerful ghosts. Oh. Like, what could they do? They, and they were real ghosts. That was the thing with this one. They were right, like, okay, literal, that's what I wanted to say. This was yeah. like a, the, wow. the weird thing. They were, this is like the only Scooby-Doo of, that I know of where they were constantly fighting the actual paranormal. And, and for our, our listeners who had sad childhoods, uh, you may not know this, but Scooby-Doo was a cartoon oh, no. wherein they investigated ghostly mis- mysteries they, they know and every single is. time well not the ones who had all those bereft of television <laughs> i guarantee you there's some kids uh-huh. like yeah. some like our our you know early early teen fan base or some okay. of the, the eight-year-olds or whatever yeah we, we have eight-year-old listen, listeners that maybe are not familiar with the ip yet <laughs> right the i'm sure in in france they had to listen to a a french version yeah about uh a dog and his and his keepers who were hunting down some sort of baguette mystery. Yeah, you would like that happens a lot. How how do you how do you say how do you say a uh, a, a scuba snack? <laughs> Francois drove around a an old what's a what's a good French van? One of those like three wheel dairy vans. Yeah, <laughs> like a, a lorry, a, a French three wheel dairy van they converted. Yeah. Lori is a so, British word. Shaggy. Well, they all smoke. That's every single one smoke, of them. Yeah. Smoke cigarettes. Oh uh, yeah, with like it, like kind of pinched between their index finger and thumb. Yeah, yeah. Kind of facing outward. Daphne kind of looked like <laughs> she was French. She had a little bit of a French right. fashion okay. sense. A little right. bit. A little oh, scarf yeah. there. Even even Velma's turtleneck was wasn't a bad look. Yeah. For the time, and Fred wore that. Neckerchief. That's true, a big deal. True. Right? Yeah. I think there was a lot of different types of sexuality getting explored in those characters. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, I mean, Shaggy and the dog, right? Oh, no. I mean, you know, that was provocateur. That was a very provocative. It was provocative. I'll just say it was <laughs> that's, provocative. That's the only part of the story that sur- survived French, French translation mm-hmm. was the sexual exploits of the yeah. gang. Not necessarily the mystery solving. Wherein, yes. again... Every mystery ended up being not a ghost or a monster or a ghostly monster, but mm. some sort of real estate developer. Yeah, it was mm. very a lot or of minor. real estate issues. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of real estate. Really, I think that they should have been hired in some sort of real estate fraud capacity. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's right. And I do wonder. You know, it seemed like they were traveling all around. Why? Where did the Where did the money come? From? You know, I, I take it back. Those are those are some rich kids. Oh, you, know, yeah. you know who's probably the richest kid of all? Fucking Shaggy. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. That's why they put up with him. Yeah, True. totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Zoinks! Meals on me, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who, who wants a shot? That's right. He's got that purebred dog. He's probably got the papers for it. Those are expensive. That's true. Yeah. Scoob. I got some sick dank in my bag. 
<laughs> I mean, it's clearly, I mean, that was a, uh, an obvious metaphor. They're doped up all the time, so they want fucking, they got the munchies all the time. They got to get the Scooby snacks. A lot of it was probably in their heads. Like, they didn't even see half of these, you know, ghosts or goblins or or <laughs> robots, scary robots. Oh, and it mm-hmm. was a scary robot. Was, Ghouls. Ape. Yeah. There was an Ghouls. ape. Mummies. Zombies. Yeah, white ape. Yetis. Oh, that's H.P. Lovecraft. Or, or Sasquatch. Well, I mean, I think, you know, and that's where the, the sexual tension episodes really well, came through. Well, sure. That's what kicked it off, right? I mean, that that's, was... Yeah, that's very... It was a very pointed look at some of the things that happened. And obviously, they couldn't show it because it's a kid's program exactly. But, yeah, I mean, you know, Shaggy and Scoob... Shaggy, a bunch of his clothes get ripped off, and he's covering mm-hmm. up. Scooby-Doo Ooh. has no clothes, but for whatever reason, pretends to cover up on one <laughs> leg with, you know... With his paws crossed up. in front of his groin. He's, yeah, yeah, his paws crossed and embarrassed. You know, the, the Sasquatch just laughing at him, just just, mm-hmm. just cackling away. <laughs> just, you know... I mean, Shaggy and the thing, he's got, like, boxer shorts on and socks on, right. which is not how it goes down <laughs> in real life. But, like, he... No. He's still, okay. he, well, it's a cartoon, he, right? They got to be careful cartoon. with the show. Oh, right. And you can tell that he's he's embarrassed. He's embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And uh, and on the show, yeah, it ends up being an old guy dressed in a Sasquatch body. <laughs> uh, he's like, look how, tiny your, look how tiny your Scooby snack is. That's all you <laughs> got for a Scooby snack, that little old thing? And then, is and that then what, he just the old prospector yelled yeah, at him old, from across yeah, the old, way. Yeah, it's an old guy who is distant on keeping land because he thinks there's gold mm-hmm. there or whatever. Yeah. And he's trying to scare people off the land. So he's wearing a, a Sasquatch body, not a Sasquatch costume. Well, yeah, I mean, no, it's a whatever a costume. He's got oh, okay. it. Looks okay. like I mean, it looks yeah, it's a costume, but it's just you know like the Japanese it's again. It's a cartoon, so it looks. <laughs> completely realistic there's no okay. in cartoon world when you wear a costume there's no anyone seeing that it's a costume mm-hmm. it might as well be a body well i think i think as we've established um, cartoons are made by people I, in in uh cartoon character costumes acting things out in front of a camera right oh yeah yeah the like the right the rotoscoping technique oh, that we did we talk about cartoon. rotoscoping um well don't even get me started no i know have we you, talked about how i really want to get a painting that has a scary guy's face on it that I can take the eyeballs out and look through it. I am that is That's a, a number idea. one goal for me is to have a painting, slide the eyeballs away and be able to look around the room. I don't know anybody that has one. It's crazy that none, none, nobody I know has one. Well it seems like something that as a kid you think one would be very like it was you see it so much you think it's useful. Just like finding mm-hmm. footprints like right. that people leave footprints oh, places yeah, yeah. and that that's right. going to help like you're, you're going to follow those and not like in foot impressions like in sand but actual like people walk in ink all day footprints but i think <laughs> yeah, totally. the, the sliding the sliding yeah. eye thing is like yo man that's what a great way to spy on people yeah but then you, you got to have a secret hallway probably yeah yeah well yeah. i mean i'm down for the i'm down to do the whole thing yeah, well, I, don't I mean, have the square footage. That's awfully brave of you. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, that it is. You don't see those very much, and you know, I, like you know, quicksand has not been near the problem I thought it was going to be when I was a little kid. It's nope. rarely come up in my life. No, nope. and when it Alligators. did, it was, it was, when it did, it was some post-punk band. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you you swung from a vine? That's something mm-hmm. that you would think would happen a lot. Mm. Man, I see you yeah. thinking. There was that trip to Honduras <laughs> and the alligators. <laughs> but that was like 20 years ago. So. Are, you, are right. you describing the right. game Jungle Hunt? I was on you a did, Jungle you, Hunt. You did ducks and boulders, right? Didn't you? <laughs> didn't you that, you were walking yeah, up the yeah. hill and like, yeah. you found it necessary to duck underneath yeah. bounding yeah. boulders. Yeah, You can hop scorpion. over some of them. Some yeah. of them. It was hard to time, as I a recall. Big I ass the story. I had to jump over. <laughs> yeah. This is a, a video right. game you're describing. No. <laughs> no, because I've seen pictures of it. Because there's the thing where Mike's, yeah. you had the guy take, you were jumping over the guys with, that had like the poles or something. <laughs> yeah. And they were like kind of 
they were, I mean, they were dancing rhythmically <laughs> forwards and backwards and they somehow made it over were the pictures of mike in 8-bit not that i recall <laughs> there, there, sometimes it wasn't a vine necessarily but i would just use my whip as a yeah you know, mm. i'd have to mm-hmm. whip the the tree right. and then just use that to swing over right i think you were able to free some kids with that whip too like, weren't, wasn't there an opportunity yeah, well, to yeah, like... Yeah, now they're in cages, and I just, yeah. well, bow, just fucking knock the, the goddamn, the goddamn right. lock off. Right. So get out of here. And that whole cliff face was full of them, yeah. That's the, that's yeah, the game Jungle Hunt. That, that didn't happen, except for 25 cents no, at did, an old I did arcade. That. I mean, I, maybe pe- maybe right. somebody based something... <laughs> well, they made a documentary out of it, I think, maybe didn't they? Somebody, maybe somebody owes me some IP money. Because mm-hmm. this IP is... This IP? This IP is my pee. <laughs> okay? That's the... You know what? That's a subject for... Are you guys ready to get the news started here? I guess. Is that what we... Yeah, okay. IP is my pee. Oh, and, and I'd like to remind the listener that we are we are midway through. Both feet are now in the pond that is phase two of phase INS. Two. So That's we got right. a lot of treats treat for you this evening. this yes. Or this day or this morning or this late evening. Whenever you're listening to this. Whenever. Uh, we don't know. But, the news team has had a real, a real shakeup at the desk. We have uh, our mm-hmm. our morning meetings have gotten a lot more prompt and sincere, and then we got corporate breathing over our fucking necks all the right. time. I mean, Brian and us. Craig are prompt, is but you're ten days sober, forty five minutes late. Well, who was on time today? Who was who was who was here before? <laughs> me, me and Brian huh? were here in the morning meeting. No, I was here. <laughs> we talked about all that crazy shit. Anyway, the the news. Oh yeah, the news. Oh, uh, Kevin, over to you. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I am Brian Camp. <laughs> I am Mike Weeby. <laughs> and our, 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 our correspondent producer, mm-hmm. producer, yep. uh, tech wizard, Mark Ryan, is out, on, he's out on the field. He's in the field yeah. having... Mm-hmm. He's undercover, trying to get to the truth. Trying to infiltrate other other news podcasts that aren't as good as ours. Who is QAnon? <laughs> mm-hmm. We have some shocking in, we have some shocking ideas on who it might be. Stay tuned for the end of the hour. <laughs> Stay tuned <laughs> for that for a shocking revelation. Yeah, shocking. You you can make a guess, but I promise um, you, your guess will be incorrect. Yes, wow. when we reveal the shocking truth about the true identity of QAnon. Of QAnon, yes. And there are 11 things right now in your house that can kill you. At least. And that probably will. We'll get to that (laughs) at the end of the hour. Someone called us and said they want you dead. Stand by and we'll (laughs) let you know who that was. At the end of the hour. At the end of the show. For more on the celebrities that want to have sex with you, stay tuned. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Stand by for the truth. About whiteout. So our first story comes to us from the Guardian. Ah, what are they guarding? Uh, of the galaxy? Did you say of the galaxy? You was, of the galaxy? You, you was had an accidental of the galaxy? nerd enunciation. <laughs> of the galaxy? <laughs> yes. Oh, Star Lord. This story is all about Star Lord <laughs> and uh, the other ones. Uh, not many people know this, but the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, 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 completely different lineup. <laughs> completely different lineup. <laughs> I love how we continually make fun of people who are interested in the exact same things we're interested in, as though somehow we're superior to them. Yes, <laughs> it's, we get you know, it's been working my whole life. Yep, we get haircuts slightly more often. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys do. No, because I tried to get you to grow out your hair long a long time ago, and you've never done it. And I've I was insistent, and you would not do it. It was kind of long. No, uh, I tried to get him to grow out a, a Kramer haircut. Oh yeah, in yeah, high he, school, yeah. he was really and excited. He would about not it. do it. It would have looked awesome because you had that jacket, you had that 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 military Army, jacket yeah. you wore all the time, right? Yeah, and it would have been it would have been awesome. But that ship has sailed. <laughs> I still have that jacket in my it closet. It would have been cool. Well, I don't know what Kramer looks like now, and now it's not as now yeah, it's I don't, not as uh, want to be associated in with the zeitgeist. <laughs> there are reasons why he's drifted from the 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 public sphere. What Michael Richards doesn't want you to know about his past coming up. <laughs> it is Michael Richards, right? Isn't that his name? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. You've got a name right. 
And I you didn't something. ask if he was dead, and he's Fuck off. not dead. So the Iron Age marks the period in history when ironworking techniques began use, and in England, this lasted from 750 BCE until 43 CE when the Romans first arrived. Oh boy, I remember. I remember that. I remember that. That was wild times. <laughs> that was a good time. Uh, that was early time. amulet, right? Early amulet times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of uh, Chinese star prototypes that we worked on that uh, didn't, didn't work out, but we had a lot of fun trying them out. I'll tell you that. England, Continue. England didn't have any connection with China that, that time in history. Oh, what? Uh, Marco Polo? Yeah, that was, that was yeah. Uh, like the 1400s, I think. Now, mm, well, the I first mean, Marco Polo. So anyway, very little is known about this period, except to, Mark, apparent, except to Mike, apparently. Very little is known about this period, because the first handwritten documents found in England have been dated to the Roman arrival. As a result, archaeologists digging at the site of an Iron Age home near Cambridge, England, were baffled when they stumbled upon a ditch filled with the preserved bones of 8,000 frogs that died at some point... <sighs> collectively during the iron age it's not oh, unusual no. to find frog bones no. at iron age sites but as no, one no. archaeozoologist put it quote we don't get that many frogs to have so many bones coming from one ditch is extraordinary what's also strange is that the bones have no cuts or burn marks which suggests they were not eaten Brian almost seems as though this. they were almost as though they were by magic some sort of magic that stripped them from their bones. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be. I'm hoping that marks. they. Well, it depends what kind of magic. Are we <laughs> right. talking quantum magic? Are we talking astral magic? Are we talking. Are we talking sonic magic? Mm-hmm. Are we talking water, fire? fire yes, firewood <laughs> magic would actually sense them. But <laughs> this reminds me of a tale once told of the Great Loveland War. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so concerned. I don't think the Loveland <laughs> that happened between frog and man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Stonehenge was just a giant frog summoning portal. Wow. Yeah, where the druids were trying to destroy and eliminate the population of sentient magic frogs. So we, we covered Only that in an earlier name. episode. It was it was just a calendar. Well, we didn't find these frog bodies then. Right. Well, let's let's finish the story, and then you can tell us about the Great Frog, frog War. Okay. All <laughs> okay. Right. Archaeologists have suggested that it's possible the frogs were attracted to pests in the area, such as beetles and aphids, and they could have all fallen into the ditch and died, or they were all hibernating together during an especially severe winter. Of course, if this happened, then it would be likely... There were other ditches like this around England, and none have ever been found. It's also possible that the frogs could have died during some sort of ritual, since frogs were seen as a symbol of fertility among many ancient cultures. Well, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, sure, yeah. Uh, there's one. There's one shooter in the fucking JFK. Yeah, okay, <laughs> right. What else? What else do we gotta say? Okay, yo, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, right. totally, you, totally. You, we right. totally went to the moon. We totally went to the moon. <laughs> fucking mm-hmm. jumped around up there. Are you busting open a about three thousand year old frog mystery? Well, this it's just it's bull. This bull. The, the reasons they're saying <laughs> are right. clearly, uh-huh. clearly. Just not even good attempts to cover up what what really happened. Right, and it's not even hard to figure out what really happened. Well, what, yeah. what was that? It's it's obvious, Kevin. <laughs> well, you know, spell it out for me. I, I I'm not good with no, riddles. It's, it's you, this was look. the this was the Froggy Town massacre. This was the Froggy Town massacre. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think you mean Froggy Land. There's no wonder that hundreds of Ohioans go missing every year. I mean, that's probably true in every state. By the Loveland Frog, are, are the are in every state are they kidnapped by a, a frog wearing a blue conical hat with stars and moons on it, holding a <laughs> wand that glows and wearing robes and yes, whispering that... arcane sayings as he points the wand at you. You've seen the hieroglyphs in the pyramids uh-huh. that mm-hmm. had Visigoths fighting frogs. No, I, I mean, do not... you think they just made that up? They, yeah, they, they didn't invent that. They then. didn't invent that. Yeah. Well, then why do the Egyptians worship frogs? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Because they were, uh, they were a symbol of fertility. 
like we covered in the story. Mm. Okay, so yeah, okay. Well, so symbol of fertility, let's go kill a thousand of them. Right. Why would you do that? They hate babies. Is that what you're you don't is that wanna, what it was? You don't want to bang no more? <laughs> Women don't want to catch a dick, and men ain't trying to find some strange. I don't think so. Mm. They're trying to what were they trying to find? I don't think so. Strange. <laughs> I don't think that that's. Welcome I mean, clearly two. this this has to be related to the fabled Loveland War mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. when the Visigoths fought the frogs oh. and narrowly defeated them. Well, and I mean, the, it's not like the Visigoths ever recovered. When was the last time you met yeah. a Visigoth? They you were, know? They, yeah, exactly. They died out. They might have prevailed, but they they probably not, died not closely thereafter. There weren't really any Visigoths. In England, uh, in the Iron Age, well, no, because they were mostly wiped well, out yeah. by the frogs. Well, yeah. <laughs> then, 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 the beginning and, of the is the beginning of the Iron Age, and uh, then there's no more Visigoths. Why? Because right. they but, uh, they killed each other. Right. They because well, no, they killed each other. The Visigoths threw scorpions on the frogs, which is frogs' <laughs> only mm-hmm. only weakness. Right. <laughs> well, and what made it so horrifying is, and what led to the, I- people don't know about this, what led right. to the iron, a lot of people don't, but I think, you know, archaeologists and serious scholars know this, uh-huh. that iron is, is immune to frog magic. So it, they, they were, they what? found that they had some, some protection from the magic of the frogs. Mm-hmm. And that's what emboldened them to go to war. I don't think that that's right. No, you, yeah. Well, you're not, you're not a serious scholar then. Yeah. <laughs> You just fair. read. That's you fair. just read what you you're reading the prescribed texts that mm-hmm. you know that all the you know people that don't want you to know certain right. things. It'd be bad. It'd be bad for business if we Western it, medicine it, it, doesn't have every answer. So. Yep. I, the, well, are you saying you know business. more than an archaeozoologist? Well, that's a made up thing. So yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, guess what? Guess what? I also know more than an astrobotanist. Okay, <laughs> I agree with that. We're gonna get angry letters that, from that astrobotanists is... now. Thanks. There, there aren't I any. Know, I know more than a solar <laughs> geologist. <laughs> I, I liked it in phase two that we're not afraid to take these stands. Wow. That's like the part of we're, phase two is yeah. we're like you know, even though we are having to deal with corporate, we're also saying. We're also telling the truth. We're speaking truth to power. That's what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. We're speaking truth Uh to power. Mm -hmm. The truth is that Uh magic with a K practicing frogs are Uh coming to take your sons and daughters away. And if you're not going to do anything about it, I will. We have five simple remedies to protect yourself from these frogs. Stay tuned and we'll tell you all five. All five. Oh, wow. So stand by. Can we do an Alpha Brain Monkey Man ad right now? This would be a good time to cut to that. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll, I'll just take we, I'll just take that as a yes. Alpha Brain Monkey <laughs> Mind. Oh no! It's the type of pills that oh, keep you no. good, good all summer long. Oh. Good from what? Well, good from the sun, good from the water, good from amphibians. Back to you, news team. Thanks for that. Compelling. Uh, I just want to point out the FDA does not approve any any statements made in that. Uh, advertisement well of course not they're tied they're all they're tied in like of course little. they don't prove yeah. very little there's there's no money to be made in actual cures right mm-hmm. no. okay, yeah they gotta keep people sick the whole time uh-huh so our next story comes to us from indy 100 which is part of the independent newspaper of from indiana uh actually from england oh, oh another so story across the pond mm-hmm Oh, I, I guess you ever that's... wonder why they call it the pond? Because frogs live in oh, ponds. Oh shit! Yes, this uh, this story is actually pretty pretty international. In mid June, NASA announced that it would commission a study on UFO phenomena. This is also known as UAP phenomena. A few days later, yeah, let's not call it that. So we're all in agreement, right? It's UFO, and I, 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 you're not. You're not fucking, oh, it's called KFC, not Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore. It's just, fuck that. It's UFOs. Anyway. No, I just, I wanted to point it out for the the people who may may have been misguided by the media. We're bringing them back into the fold. UFO is the the proper term. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, for people who took UFOs seriously forever, it's an insult. 
Because the only reason they would rebrand it is try to convince people that it's something they need to pay attention to. But everyone yeah. who's known that UFOs exist and that they're a real thing, not including me, because I think I've very, very uh, <laughs> loudly stated there is no such thing. But for you guys, it right. would be an insult to change the name just to appease other folks. So. Yeah. You know who uses the phrase UAP? Hillary Clinton. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I didn't go to UFO college. <laughs> In order to have to go back to UAP college. Fair. Because somebody got too goofy with a couple letters. I'm just glad NASA's going to spend money studying weather balloons and sunspots. We'll get to that. A few days later, China released a report saying its Sky Eye telescope may have picked up signs of alien activity. And then China quickly deleted that report. Not to be left behind, Russia then announced that it would also ramp up its own UFO research after several recent sightings by pilots. Now, Canada has announced that it will become the latest country to ramp up UFO research. In May, a Canadian member of parliament named Larry Maguire broke protocol and confirmed that UFOs are real and that Canada should, quote, take them seriously. Mr. Maguire then wrote to a the Deputy Minister of Natural Resources Canada, and urged him to take action on UFOs specifically because he warned that they were a threat to nuclear safety and security. The Deputy Minister then confirmed that Canada would in fact collaborate with the U.S. on its UFO study. But, Mike, don't get too excited that much will come of this because the U.S. study on UFOs is budgeted at just $100,000. This doesn't seem like much of a priority Yeah. when NASA's budget for 2022 is about $24 billion. Yeah, um, it's going to be hard to calm down still. <laughs> 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 so, but how much money are the Canadians and the other uh, countries putting into it? 30 toonies. China deleted its report, so nothing. Uh, Russia didn't say, and since Canada's piggybacking on the U.S. That doesn't mean nothing. They're just not talking about it, I guess. So right. we don't know. Okay. Right. We don't know with China. None of these none of these countries have announced how much they're dumping into uh, this, except for the U.S. that said, you know, we'll throw the salary of two middle-class people at this. Well, that's well, just what they're doing on the books. They won't be as as duplicitous as the Chinese government and completely lie about what they're doing, but they will mislead about the source of the funding and how much is actually being funded. Yeah. For all we know, they've announced it and added 100000 to a secret fund of $12 billion that they get annually. We don't even know about. Uh, well, a slushy fund. A slushy fund, exactly. I don't, I don't think NASA doesn't really have a slush fund. they got to account for everything. Mm. Oh, really? Well, don't they have to account for who, where, how come there wasn't eight feet of moon dust when Neil Armstrong was hopping around there? Apparently they don't. Are you a moon landing denier? Are you saying they laundered the moon dust? I'm saying that there was supposed to be like eight feet or something of moon dust Uh on there, right? I I don't know that, but but you see those videos and it's just Neil Armstrong fucking hopping around in a way that looks like wire work. (laughs) Just waving at the camera. They're fucking rolling rolling around in a little buggy. Not even trying to pop a wheelie. <laughs> now let me let me ask you something about that. So if he was doing wire work, why was he not also doing kung fu? Because the two seem to go hand in hand. Well, they hadn't invented kung fu the way the, in a, in, they hadn't invented wire fu yet. Uh, you know okay. what? It's in, it's in all it's the China, it's, it. it's it's in all the sci-fi books. China's always the first one that finds alien contact. You know, you ever notice that? Yeah, they are, aren't they? It always seems like you we you were led to believe that a Western country is first contacted only to discover that either that same alien group or a different alien group had made contact with the Chinese government 10 or 15 years prior, and we just yeah. didn't know about it. And like yeah. maybe that's where, where some sort of crazy technology like, oh, come from. Where's the most people? Where Where's the biggest, who's the biggest country? But right. I don't know. Maybe well, aliens. I don't know if they if they comprehend like the countries and the tribes that we have. I guess it depends which ones. 
Are you talking about the Nordics, the reptilians, or the greys? <laughs> blue avians. Oh, yeah. The blue avians. How could we forget? <laughs> the Picts. The... The, no, the Picts were, were uh, ancient people. Like, predated. They predated. They were, like, the earliest English. The earliest people in the UK. Yeah, but where did they come from? But where did they come from? Right. They came mm. over as slaves to the frog people, yep. leading to the no. Lublin War. Some believe <laughs> that... Life here started elsewhere. That's the opening for mm. Battlestar Galactica callback. Ah. You're saying there was a war between frogs and alien British people in England named the Loveland War, and then as a result, Loveland, Ohio was named after that? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Sounds like somebody just woke up. I, An alarm just went off and someone's yeah. just wiping out their eyes and seeing a little bit of the world mm -hmm. for the first time. Looks kind of different. Yeah. It looks kind of different when you clean the shit out of your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I love aggressive know-it-all guy. <laughs> so our next story is a bonus story. If you want to listen to this, B -b -b bonus. If you want to listen to this, go to our Patreon and subscribe at at least the three dollar level. That's the Knights of Kevin level, and uh, you'll have mm -hmm. access to this and all our other bonus stories. There's like thirty up there now. Get them up with that thing. <laughs> if we could clear, I think when I think what? when we do the bonus thing, if we could clear a James uh -huh. Brown sample, we had a ow, get on up on that thing. That'd probably be good. But just listener, imagine that. You get me singing it instead. If we get enough Patreon listeners, we will license mm -hmm. James Brown saying that for the intro to all the bonus stories. Yep. That's a guarantee. Well, there's about 10 episodes of material that only only a percentage of our Damn. listeners have heard at this point. That's a lot, a lot. Heard shit. They are missing out on... And unfortunately, we forget what we've talked about when, <laughs> so true. I think we probably referenced them all the time and yeah. without remembering that we were referencing so, them. Yeah, find Please. out why we're talking about I think stuff. Mike still brings up Coach Casey. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I... Coach, Coach Casey. Casey launched <laughs> the most <laughs> long-running annoying <laughs> Yeah. So anyway... That's what, that's what got Mark pissed at us. <laughs> when you say No pissed, pun intended, uh, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this story, I'm going to give you a little taste. It involves true crime, mm. grocery shopping, and it involves some very, very dumb criminals. That sounds great. Next is our arts and culture corner. Uh, cue the arts and culture music. Art. So this... Sculptures. <laughs> Poetry. History of pop culture. This is a terrible origami. Yeah, that's Mark will make something with that. So this Oh he'll he'll make something of it. So this story was submitted by Tony from the band The Swingin' Utters. Oh hey. He's uh, uh yeah, he's hey. also a Patreon subscriber. He's a good yeah. Man. Tony rules. Uh, we I hung out with him in uh, California recently. Is that the San Diego nice. show? That the San Diego show. Yeah. Awesome. We me and we we toured with uh, his one of his bands, Cobra Skulls, years ago. Years ago. Hi, Tony. Love you. <laughs> so this story is from Guitar Magazine. Oh boy. Oh, good. Is it about <laughs> sweeping arpeggios? <laughs> it's about dive bombs. <laughs> Controversy is nothing new to the former singer and guitarist of Oasis, Noel Gallagher. So it should come as perhaps no surprise. Well, actually, Liam is the singer. Noel's the guitar player, songwriter, backup singer, and then he occasionally has a lead song. He sings. Okay. So all of that of Oasis, Noel Gallagher. So it should come as perhaps no surprise that he's been declared an, quote, enemy of the people and banned from China. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what this is about? I no, I don't. I'm just, uh, I'm excited. Oh, okay. Listen, I'll fucking listen. I, I'm excited for anything about Oasis. I love <laughs> Oasis. And I, you know, when I was young, I didn't, when they first came out, I was like, cause there was like tons of hype around them. And it was that thing where it was like, they're so uh -huh. hyped up that I was like, I don't like this. 
And then I started to hear how much. So the band is is Noel, who's kind of like the main writer guy that kind of does everything, right. and then the singer Liam, who's like really cool and has got a great voice. But he's also like a crazy maniac. But they were all kind of crazy maniacs. And these two brothers okay. fucking hate each other. They they right. get in fist fights all the time. One time in the <laughs> studio, one chased the other one with a cricket bat. And I think like <laughs> fucked him up real bad with a cricket bat. And there's like at one point, um, they had a MTV, this is way back in the day, they had an MTV unplugged, and Liam, the singer, the normal singer, claimed that his his voice was too fucked up to do the show. So they were like, well, we're just going to do the show anyway. And Noel sang all the songs. Cause Noel's got a great voice too, but like the kind of the sound uh-huh. is a, a bit more Liam or whatever. And, but so, but Liam showed up to the gig and he's like just smoking cigarettes and drinking and watching the show and like laughing. And at some point they get into a, they get into like a yelling match with each other from like the control booth in the bottom. <laughs> and, um, and and uh it's just so entertaining but their songs are actually really good they had there's like one of their albums is like pretty like perfect record and at one point they like had like the most people that ever went to go see like one band they they played uh i can't remember i can't remember what stadium but they sold it out for like many nights and it was like when you see uh-huh. footage of how many people are at these shows it's just it's like hard to wrap your brain around that anybody would, that this many people would go to even a festival of music. It's fucking crazy. Um, but continue. I just wanted to give backup for somebody that might not know Oasis. So Gallagher recently revealed that 20 years ago, he'd applied for a visa to play in China and then quote, about a month before we were about to leave, I got a letter saying, you lot can come, but you can't because you did, uh, because of this thing you did for the Tibetan people. Apparently, back in 1997, Gallagher played the Tibetan Freedom Concert in New York. The event tried to book all of Oasis, but Noel Gallagher was the only member who actually showed up. Gallagher also said he'd forgotten that he'd even done it. Gallagher tried to appeal the decision by telling Chinese authorities he was, quote, not arsed, unquote, about Tibet. But his application was nevertheless rejected, and he has been banned from China for life. The ban, however, does not apply to Gallagher's brother Liam or to the other members of Oasis. It doesn't apply to Gugzi. It doesn't apply to <laughs> who is, uh, is Gugzi. He's like the bass player, I think. It's they, they, a bunch of them have real funny names. It's weird that China would get so upset about that, but like wouldn't even say anything about the watermelon smashing. Like that just flies in the radar. <laughs> so, so the watermelon smashing. What is this? <laughs> he's confusing. The very, very famous rock band members with the the once very, very famous, but not near as famous prop comedian Gallagher. <laughs> That's what the story. I mean, you, you said Gallagher, and I know he had some stuff with Tibet, I think, at one time. So. <laughs> and he had a brother. Didn't he famously have a brother who... And they could both, they both could do it, right? They were both. They really both yeah, there was yeah. Gallagher and Gallagher too, and they both right. would tour around. Gallagher was like, do you remember as a kid Gallagher being really big? Like, I remember him being on HBO oh, yeah. all the time, and they would yeah. make it make it. There was like a really big deal that he was going to have a new special, and I remember being very excited, uh, like as a a child, like a young young child watching it and i was i was bored by it because it's you know gallagher and it's not if, <laughs> i don't i don't know who his humor is for but it it definitely wasn't hitting a you know like a 6 year old 7 year old me but i knew he was going to smash something with a mallet right he kept he would like pick up pick up the <laughs> pick up the mallet and walk around the watermelon while saying something and the audience would go the audience of adults would go Ugh! and you know me at 6 would go like Ugh! as well 
<laughs> which is it's really funny to think that uh <laughs> that we had that same reaction uh, but well you were saying yeah and then, and then it, that once too right like is that oh he's used he's used oh. a number of different there's a number of uh items that would get the mm-hmm. the treatment and then if you're up front you gotta wear plastic tarp because you're in the splash zone. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, and I remember at one point he smashed the watermelon, and I screamed as loud as my I could. You know, I was like, "Yeah!" When he did it, my dad was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> yeah, you can't. You know, and this is near Father's Day. Like I and I, I, I love my dad. And uh, I get it. I, I would have been real annoyed probably with me and and too a lot. But, you know, in retrospect, Dad, you can't expect a six-year-old to not get excited about someone smashing a watermelon right. with a giant right. cartoon mallet. That's, that was, yeah, that's, that's literally, that's, and especially when you've never seen that before, that's a big deal for a fucking six-year-old. Right. Did your dad not know what was coming? Was he was he just surprised? No, maybe? he knew. I think he was. I think he knew it was coming, and was just knew he was going to be annoyed, and just did not yeah. know that I was going to be that. Well, he's a know, showman. That he, I was he built the, the suspense leading built up to it this up. Match, yeah, right? the Oasis Liam, guys have a ton of money, right? They don't. They don't need any money from China, do they? No, they're. Like, super why do they rich. care so much? Yeah, they are. They're insanely rich. Um, yeah. If they they are they are like the band. If they do a reunion, but they they claim the brothers hate each other and they like always talk shit about each other on Twitter and stuff like that, and there's like stuff in the press about them saying, and it's usually catty, funny shit. You know, it's usually like, oh, that fucking wanker probably has one beer and falls asleep. You know, like just real, just shit talking. Sometimes I've thought like they have, they've probably met up and I don't know if this is true at all. Maybe they really do hate each other, but sometimes I wonder like, have they met up and gone like, all right, we're going to wait 15 years and we are going to ask for, you know, whatever, $500 million or whatever insane amount of money because like they are so huge in the UK. Like they're, they're, I think that they, like when they did those three shows so many people went that it was or no 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 no. this was it that at one point like it was something like that the record sold so much i think it's definitely maybe is the name of it that like i was like one in five of every person in the uk owned a copy all i know is didn't they do that one champagne supernova song isn't that their pit yeah yeah i don't know yeah, i don't think i know a single other oasis song and that's that i, I guarantee like there's them. I think there's five that you would hear and go, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. I've, I've had that happen with bands before. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. You just kind of there's start for adding sure, like, songs. Like counting Champagne Supernova, there's there's four other that you would hear and immediately go like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Maybe you're, you're probably not hearing it on the reg, but still, there's Oasis is a band that you can still occasionally be in a bar and, and it'll, it'll come on somewhere right. or a supermarket or like uh, whatever, a Starbucks or something like that. You know, I am surprised that Liam's not the one because he's usually the mouthiest one that that. But I guess I don't know. I figured like if Liam got kicked out of China, I guarantee Uh you he would say some very non PC things to the Chinese. (laughs) Maybe do a little bit of Mickey Rooney at him, you know, Uh, Um, in researching this i was surprised i thought liam was the worst one but then only was it noel uh only noel had a controversy section on his wikipedia no liam liam's like the more brash crazy one i I feel like well they're all that i mean at the at the height of their thing they were all like maniacs they were like just super like crazy hard partying guys and then they had like a feud with blur um because i read about that yeah that like blur were kind of like the posh art school kids and and uh oasis are all like these scrappy like blue collar working class guys and their dad left when they were a kid and the dad started showing up like when they're super famous and they were just like public like fuck you you fucking wanker get the fuck out of here piss off (laughs) Well, good for, I I can appreciate that. That's good for them. I I yeah. do hope I do hope that they 
Like if they were to get back together, like I can't even imagine if they, they could easily pull off like those really famous shows again. Cause there was like this one record that like, just like United England. Like it's, there's a documentary about it and it's, it's, it's just every single person in England was like, we, we love this band. And uh, then they didn't, they never could quite match that because who could on their, on their later mm-hmm. records and stuff. And then the, you know, on the later records, they definitely were probably partying and drinking and not getting along and all that kind of stuff more. So it was kind of more difficult to happen. But okay. you know, if they, that they've only gotten bigger since then. Now there's like generations of people who, who love them. Like I, I would love to see them, get back together for something, but it might not happen just because of some very silly spite between two, <laughs> two <laughs> knuckleheaded Cockney brothers. Man. I don't know if they're Cockney. I don't it's, know what makes you Cockney, but oh. okay. Yes. Whoa, what do you mean? This, What's going on? Is this a phase two thing? Mm-hmm. Oh. This is our section. Getting to know your podcast better. Sometimes here at the International News Service, we reference something that might not, might not, not, might not be as commonly known to you, the listener, as it is to us who are learned historians. And as you know, for this month, we have been doing the Glenn A. Larsonissance, in which we cover the works of Glenn Larson. Now, the last two weeks, we've mm-hmm. covered uh, successful shows that have uh, maybe mm-hmm. they didn't last long. Maybe they only lasted a couple seasons each, but their their impact has continued on. The first season, the first segment of the of the Glenn A. Larsonissance, we covered Manimal, and this one we're also covering another mm-hmm. show relegated to. More obscure <laughs> corners. That's right. Right. The little uh, show. A less successful project. A less successful right. project. But we're talking about it. So does that mean that Glenn A made a mistake? I don't know. Because it's getting mm. covered here on the International News Service. So maybe it's Jeez. more to meet the eye when we're talking about Automan. <laughs> This show from 1983 to 1984 was about a police officer, a police officer slash computer engineer (laughs) who... (laughs) So he built computers. He built computers in the police office in a regular... He was not a fed. (laughs) He was a police officer in the area. But also sometimes the government liked to talk to him, but make it clear he worked for the police department and it was a, you know, a bunch of computers that look like big chest of drawers that were, have blinking (laughs) lights randomly. Like under translucent panels, like somebody put a Simon behind translucent panels. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so he was working on this, uh, he was working with his computer and one night. Okay. There was actually some, uh, there was like a bit of an earthquake, and he was also doing a thing. But it was mostly his, his top-notch science knowledge, and he created a living hologram that has part of his, 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 he programmed it with a lot of his identity, but he was also programmed to be better than him, handsome, charming, smooth, with the abilities that he doesn't have, like to fight crime and to dance. There's a lot of dance <laughs> that's going to happen in this. All right. <laughs> Auto Man. Right. Auto Man sort of looks a little bit like Tron, uh, kind of constantly yeah. moving blue on a, on a black outfit. And he was created by uh, this police officer. And Auto Man also, that, it was a busy day because he didn't just create Auto Man. Okay. That day. He also created uh, a floating cursor. A little on the show, an animated little dot that would fly around, and had, that dot had the ability to create holograms. And they say hologram a lot, but I'm a little confused in that these holograms are all solid material. There's no, is, there's no hollow to the hologram. That is not a hologram. Man. It's not a hologram. <laughs> but the uh, cursor, the sidekick, was a little bit randy right. because. 
the the police officer had programmed it to have the same taste that he did, which is he liked a certain <laughs> blonde lady in the office. And so the little guy would kind of buzz around him and be a little bit randy. Anyway, so the uh, the little cursor can shoot lasers and create a car or a number of a, a ton of different objects for Auto Man to use. Auto Man's powers are okay. There's something with electricity. You can kind of go into computers. It's pretty vague. It's kind of whatever they needed to be at the time. Also, uh, the guy, the 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 police officer. Oh, and I got to tell you, he was played by a certain Desi Arnaz Jr. That's right. Oh, Lucy and Desi's son. Ah, the drummer made themselves. I, I don't. Well, he was a that's son why of a drummer. People know, yeah, that's. But why he was also in a music project. Desi Arnaz. He could jump show. into Auto Man's body, right? Like Iron Man, and jump around. So Ooh. did Iron Man steal his whole steez from Auto Man? Listener, you gotta. You got to tell me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> so, uh, Glenn A. Larson. So he, he, you know, apparently Warren Ellis, the famous writer mm-hmm. Warren Ellis. No, Harlan Ellison, uh, famous writer, writer oh, Harl- okay. Harlan Ellison. Uh, yes. <laughs> he used to he used to call Glenn A. Larson Glenn A. Larceny. Because uh, Glenn A. Larson stole every like every idea is like a direct ripoff of another thing. Um, alias Smith and Jones was uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, but superior. Um, probably I don't. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I never saw Alias Smith and Jones. Really? Um, what I mean, else? Uh, yeah, BJ and the Bear. Either. BJ and the Bear is very very clearly stole from anyway, which. Anyway, but loose. Any which way, but loose. Oh, okay, um, that's fair. This, but this, and but he always would like fight these things in court and go like, ah, that's just coincidental. Um, <laughs> but this one, he was very open. Like, no, nah, I wanted to do something that looked like Tron. Some guys came into Tron. <laughs> he was like, he was just like the movie Tron wasn't very good, but that stuff looks, you know, that looks good. I like the idea of. Of, I like that I, that whole idea it was coming from, and it really is nothing other than computers and, and glowing blue suits. And so he makes these cars. The big deal, I think, as with all these 80s shows for uh, a young, young, how old was I then? Um, in amulet years or in conversion? Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, well, that you got to also think about the reset that happened sure. around, you know, with the... the okay. Right. People the, would catch in the. Yeah, well, it was during the it was during that little L- Loveland uprising that I had mm. to deal with. That some some of the magics got a little little funky, but so they had a Lamborghini Countach. It was the first show on on television oh, with the wow, Lamborghini Countaches. Oh, wow. And what they would do is they would do these. Uh, they would all the all the hard angles on there. They would like put this like special tape on them. So when you put light on it, it they glowed so it kind of had the look like it was kind of kind of like a little Tron car there, right? Yeah. Looked like a Tron car. Well guess whose Lamborghini that was? Uh Glenn A. Larson's. It was Glenn A. Larson's very own Lamborghini. <laughs> he was thereby able to charge the production for using <laughs> the rental of his own Lamborghini. Wow, which was pretty good, smart. But Auto Man, he didn't stop there with the uh, with the Lambo. He was also able to create a helicopter, a motorcycle, a plane, and even just one time a tank. But the tank was pretty disappointing because they didn't like do any of the tape stuff. He just like made a tank, and it was a regular <laughs> ass Sherman tank. I guess the Sherman tanks don't have any hard like hard. They're corners you know to put yeah. that yeah. stuff on um yeah you want to deflect missiles or you know but it was projectiles. a real it was a real pain in the ass to drive that that lambo because it only turned in 45 or 90 degree angles so uh the guy mm-hmm. driving in a seat would always slam to the side really hard and then auto man would be confused and auto man was kind of a fish out of water guy where he was super super smart and kind of just talked like this sort of like a like a superhero from an old tv show and like real handsome guy and he uh the the actor that dude's name was chuck wagner and he 
he was a song and dance man. So there was a many an opportunity that they wrote that in the show where Auto Man would have to learn to dance like Saturday Night Fever and disco all his way through the floor. They, they'd shoot hoard in a whole bunch of regions for Auto Man to have to dance. And he's the most, like the thing, the, uh, the Chuck Wagner guy, this is like, he did a couple other TV spots, but for the most part, he's remained consistent in musical theater. So yeah, now they put all these crazy fabrics on him so everybody kind of looked glowing and stuff like that there's even an episode where he, he and everything was named the auto car the autocopter the auto cycle the auto tank and one time he had to play the auto guitar that's right there's a scene where there's a he has to get a guitar and he's just ripping leads the whole time nice. but it's very clear he is not really playing the guitar a lot of arpeggios um, sweeping arpeggios yes not unlike the the guitar jamming of one mr noel gallagher mm-hmm. but <laughs> sadly despite all these glowing reviews you guys are never going to believe this um it was up against some tough competition it was up against scarecrow and mrs king Ooh, that's a good one Boxleitner. and it was up against yeah. tv's practical bloopers Oh, no. Yeah, that's a winner. <laughs> Bloopers and practical jokes. So there's no going against that. So, and it was, yeah. it cost a million bucks an episode to make. Jesus. So they, it got, it got canceled uh, real, real fucking quick. Um, I don't know what made people think to take shots on stuff like this. It is so insanely bad. But I guess, you know, Larson had like all this success with like the Fall Guy and all the success with, you know, Knight Rider right. and shit like that. But was there's the- one episode where where Auto Man uh, has to take on the personality of a dark version of himself. And oh, you know how wow. he does it? He goes and watches a series of movies about a vigilante cop named Mad Eddie. What? <laughs> I suppose they couldn't afford to say Dirty Harry on screen. <laughs> Mad Eddie. <laughs> I learned this from Mad Eddie. Yeah. And he pulls out. Man, that whole oh. Glenn, a, that Glenn A. Larceny looking at kind of a real breakdown, like everything is almost directly taken from another thing. Like it's yeah. pretty, pretty right on, only just watered down. And I kind of remember thinking that as a kid. I kind of remember realizing like, feels like you guys are trying to cash in on Tron here. Right. And uh, I remember being like, I was happy to watch anything. And I was definitely happy to watch shows that had, obviously Tron stuff was something that I would be super into as a kid. But I remember Uh still being kind of disappointed with the show. Like I didn't, I didn't verbalize that, but I kind of remember going like, huh, you'd think that a show about a (laughs) Lamborghini that takes only right turns and uh, a guy that glows all the time would be a lot cooler. Well, I just like that true, much true. like Manimal, Manimal's, what is it, shark in a swimming pool that only happened one time? There was a yeah. one-time tank in this. Like, yeah. like that's, There's this consistent, like, ah, fuck it. He'll turn into a tank. He'll, he'll make a tank. But yeah. Why didn't they, and, and this is maybe more of a general question, but yeah, I mean, it's. I think when I was a kid and I saw right. stuff like this that was kind of a rip, I, I don't know that I... I don't know that I knew what they were ripping off, but I certainly like connected it with the thing a little bit like, Oh, but it didn't, yeah. it didn't occur to me. It was a ripoff. It was just like, Oh, it's a show like that. Why? I mean, would it, would it have been that difficult just to make a Tron TV show? I mean, yeah, I think the technology was so, was cause it, was it really, they, they find a mil- time. Yeah. It was like, it was okay. really, it was really expensive. Like, and it's just like his, his, instead of like those glowing strips, like it's, there's kind of some glowing, kind of strippy parts but mostly like it's kind of like green screen and on on his on his like chest and they just kind of like chroma key in some like crazy looking shit and occasionally he'll even go like right. well watch watch what happened on the security footage and they'll show like the security it's just a very simple thing but oh, apparently wow. back then apparently back then it was just a lot more complicated to do like now like you know we can do this that on our computers like super oh, yeah. easy yeah. on our but phones like, yeah yeah but like you you couldn't it was a lot more difficult back then, and so I guess just like crazy expensive. So I mean, it actually it did pretty bad at the time in the ratings, but like for any show to get the ratings that it got, like I mean, it did awful, and it got like a thirteen share or something like that. And oh, that's crazy today, though. 
Yeah, like the the highest rated thing is like a five a point five share or something like that. There has not been any. They only released Auto Man in the UK. They released figures. They released some. Uh, oh a wow! Game. There was a there was a game for the for the ColecoVision, an Auto Man game. They did a small run of toys, but it was mostly just the vehicles in Auto Man because uh there's nobody interesting on auto man except auto man and really he's not that interesting at all but uh there's a i i got a lot of information from this from i watched a couple documentaries about the show one of them was from the makers of the show where they got the cast back together in 2012 and um man for a show that was roundly considered a failure that cast sure it's not just that they had fond memories of doing it. They seemed at least coached to really think they did something <laughs> spectacular. That that something Wow. They really kind of talk about it in a way that it was like it was art a ground like being a groundbreaking. Made. Yeah, and just that how and the relationships between these characters <laughs> and you know <laughs> the names of episodes and just just describing all the amazing guest actor guest actors that they got to work with. And some of them were, you know, some like notable, like, Very you know, common. old man character act- actors, but it was like this, you know, this one woman was like, just pinch me. I can't believe I'm getting to work with Roddy McDowell or something like that. And it wasn't <laughs> even Roddy McDowell. Like it was people whose names I can't remember. It'd be cool to work with Roddy McDowell. Yeah, but I don't know that I would need to be pinched. Right, that's not pinching. That's just like <laughs> I don't need. Oh, I don't cool. need to get hurt. Uh, yeah, I guess that's. I guess that's at about it for this episode of Get to right. Know Your Podcast a little bit <laughs> better. Did nice. the makers of Star Trek rip off Auto Man for the Data character in the Next Generation? Ooh. I, I think the think makers so. of Star Trek ripped off the makers of Star Trek, and Data was Spock, <laughs> but not Spock. Well, that's yeah, an excellent point, I Michael. Think that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. If China or anyone else asks, tell them INS is the podcast of the people. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.